Hey, Compass Point, welcome back to Encountering God, the daily podcast to help you stay rooted and stay curious as you encounter God through the reading of his word. All right, well, thanks for hanging out with us today. My name is Paul, and we are continuing our uh, look in the book of Exodus today, and we are going to be in Exodus chapter 10. So we hope that you've read that in preparation this morning. Now, when I was a kid, I was a master negotiator. I mean, this was a superpower of mine. I would be able to uh, work my way in or out of situations, um, you know, with with a with a level of skill that might have been a little bit frightening at times. You know, I would be asked to do some chore around the house, and I would sort of say, "Well, I, you know, I won't do this chore in particular, but I'll do that one." Or, "What if I do this instead?" Or, I would go and empty the dishwasher, knowing that maybe that might mean I get a little extra time with the TV a little bit later, or whatever it happened to be. We, we learn from a very early age to be negotiators. And what we see in this chapter, in chapter 10, is we see uh, Pharaoh becoming a negotiator. Things have changed now. I mean, the plagues, these signs of God's activity and his power have been on display, and Pharaoh keeps coming up against these, these things that are having this tremendously uh, terrible effects on the people of Egypt. And so at this point, he's not ready to just let Moses go or let his people go and do what they want. Instead, he wants to hold on to some measure of control. He wants to hold back just a little bit. And so he says to, to Moses, okay, you can go, but leave the kids behind. And then he says, okay, no, but you can go, but we'll leave the livestock behind. And so what he's trying to do is, is stay in control. And Moses didn't take the bait. It would have been easy for Moses to say, okay, you know what, maybe we'll do that. I mean, we, this has been a long negotiation here, so maybe we'll just kind of take what we can get and we'll move on from there. But instead, what Moses knew was that God required absolute obedience. And so while Pharaoh fights and argues and negotiates, Moses walks away, and the next thing that happens is that darkness falls. And darkness is an interesting plague because if you think about it in many, uh, it's not as dramatic as some of the others, but there's a theological significance to this last um, act of God that is really powerful. This theme of darkness and light is actually used a lot in scripture. In Ephesians chapter 5, 8, it says that you were once in darkness, but now you are in the light of the Lord. Walk as children of the light. And I think this is really important for us to consider as we think um, as we think back on this passage today. I remember having this simple exercise um, when I was uh, younger, when we were we had a, a time of worship, and in this time, the person who was leading worship asked us to empty our pockets, you know, take out our wallets or phones or whatever it was, and just kind of leave it on the bench or on the pew behind us or the seat behind us, and then we would engage in worship. And it was a simple exercise, but it was a reminder that God wants all of us. He doesn't need, um, he doesn't want part of us. He doesn't want us to be negotiating and saying, well, I'll do this, but not this, or I'll do this if I don't have to do that, or, you know, trying to kind of find some middle ground. He wants absolutely all of us. And when we fail to give all of who we are, what ends up happening is that our hearts become dark. And truly, as we look at Pharaoh in this story, what we see is a heart of darkness, a heart completely turned away from God. In fact, in the end, what he says to Moses is, I don't want to see you anymore. Get out of my sight. And Moses says, fine, I'll give you what you ask for. It's actually quite a sad ending to the story as we see Pharaoh given opportunity after opportunity 
to follow what God is doing or what follow God's instructions, but instead he just turns around and refuses. He's tried it all. He's tried the excuses. He's tried everything else. Now he just refuses and walks away. And what happens? Moses never comes back. The story is over for Pharaoh because he wasn't able to turn his heart to God. So as we reflect today, I want you to think of something actually kind of simple. You know, when we look at this passage, there's a, a verse in, um, you know, in, in verse uh, 23, where basically it says that it was darkness everywhere. No one could see except for the people of Israel. Yet all the Israelites had light in the places where they lived. And it's a fascinating little tiny detail. It just paints a picture of complete darkness in Egypt, except for this little small light where the people of God lived. And I want to ask you, is your light shining? You know, when we turn everything over to God, when we allow our hearts to be fully engaged with what he wants us to do, what ends up happening is we become light to the people around us. And I just wanted you to reflect on this this morning. How is your light? Are you shining in the darkness? Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening today, and we'll see you tomorrow as we continue our series through the book of Exodus. Exodus.